it's time to simplify, automate, and outsource your real estate investing business and extract yourself from the day-to-day -day work. Learn to create a never-ending stream of motivated seller leads on autopilot. Welcome to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm Joe Crump, and I'm here to show you how to build a fully automated, profitable real estate investing business without using any of your money for down payments or your credit. I've mentioned before in the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast that 90% of your real estate business should be automated using software like the pushbuttonautomarketer.com and that you should only do 1% of the other 10% of the work that's left over. So what about the 9% of the work that's left? That's what I'll cover in this episode, how to outsource and find the right people to do all the work for you in your real estate investing business. We'll talk about the different team members you're going to need and what their duties should be. You want to make sure that all the manual work of your business is covered, whether it's admin services, boots on the ground, finding buyers, finding sellers, or your repairs and maintenance work. I'll also share with you a streamlined workflow you can use with your team to make it almost impossible for you to not know when something goes wrong or breaks down in your business. So stay with me and I'll teach you the best ways to simplify and streamline the outsourced systems in your real estate investing business. Hey, I'm Joe Crump. Uh, how to outsource your real estate investing work. Uh, you're going to set up your business uh, with systems and you're going to automate 90% of your work using software like mine. Uh, I have a thing called the Push Button Auto Marketer. So you can go to pushbuttonautomarketer.com and find out more about it, look at it. But if you, if you go to that website, there's a bunch of videos on that system and how to create an automated uh, system uh, to do your work for you. Uh, that means that you've still got 10% of the work that has to be done, and that's going to be need, need to be done by a human. Uh, you can't automate everything in your real estate business. So you have 10% that needs to be done. 1% of it, you're going to have to do. Uh, you're going to have to sign the checks. You're going to have to check your bank accounts. You're going to have to pay attention. You're going to have to keep your fingers on the wheel of your business to make sure that it's running. But you always want to be outside your business, working on your business, rather than inside the business working in your business. All the outsource people, all the automation, those are the things that are gonna be working in your business. So that 9%, uh, so you got 90% doing the automation, 9% doing the outsource, the outsource, and 1% is you. The 9% is what this is about. Getting those people uh, to work for you and do that work for you. I find that it makes the most sense to hire people on an hourly basis rather than partner with people or have them work on commission. Uh, it means that you have to pay them whether you make money or not, uh, but the amount that you pay them will be substantially less than if you were working with them as a partner or working with them uh, on a commission basis. Uh, so uh, you hire somebody, you pay them a fair wage, uh, you give them regular rate wages, you try to keep them on uh, for a long term. Uh, and you give them, you, you make them a part of your team. Uh, and you divide up the work based on the different things that you need. And you try to create checks and balances uh, so that one person's job is dependent upon somebody else doing their job. That means that if this person doesn't do their job, then this person over here can't do their job. They're not going to be able to get it done because they don't have the information or, or the steps are not there. 
And that means that if this person if this person doesn't do their job and this person can't do their job, this person is going to call you and let you know they can't do their job because this person <laughs> didn't do their job. And so you're going to find out that there's a problem in your system uh, that it's breaking down because one of the people didn't do it. Automation doesn't usually break down. Uh, that's not usually your problem. The problem is usually in your outsourcing, in the employees and the humans that are in the process. That's where things will break down until you get a good team. And then, and, and until you build your team properly. So you want to make sure you have checks and balances to know when that system, uh, that outsourced system is breaking down uh, and things aren't happening properly. So there are a few different roles that you want to hire to have a fully outsourced business. Uh, the first one I would suggest that you get is your admin person. Admin people can be uh, gotten pretty cheaply. Uh, probably, I mean, you, I've seen people get them for $3 an hour. Uh, I typically would pay ten, 8 or 10 or $12 an hour for an admin person. And usually you can get them anywhere in the world. So you can get somebody out of the Philippines or you can get somebody anywhere uh, who will work for you uh, inexpensively. And maybe have them work at the beginning just 10 hours a week. Uh, keeping track of your leads, making sure that you're getting the stuff that you need uh, in order to keep all the systems running, making sure that your automation is going, making sure that uh, communication is happening between you and uh, the other uh, employees that you're that you have working for you. Uh, so that and and of course their job will expand as you grow, uh, but you want to keep them as an admin person, uh, somebody that doesn't necessarily have to talk to any of your employees or or have to talk to any of your um, clients. Um, but can communicate properly with your other employees. So they have to have uh, good skills in the language that you're, uh, that you're working in. So if you're in U.S., it's American U.S. English skills. Uh, so admin is the first person. The second person you're probably going to hire is your uh, boots on the ground. If you're working remotely, uh, you don't want to have to go put the signs in the yard. You don't want to have to take pictures. You don't want to do lockbox on the door. Uh, you want somebody on the ground close to the property that can do that work for you. Uh, have somebody that you're paying 10 to $15 an hour, depending on where you're at and whether or not you have to pay for their gas or whatever. Uh, but uh, that's so the next person you're going to have to do. Um, the next person you're going to hire is your uh, buyer finder, somebody to help you find buyers. It's easier to find buyers than it is to find sellers. Uh, once you learn how to find sellers, it's faster to find sellers than it is to find buyers, uh, but it's actually easier uh, to find buyers. You don't have to have as much skill. You just have to be able to answer people's questions and give them information and let them decide if they want to buy the property. And uh, finding a buyer finder, they can do that remotely so they can work for you in multiple states uh, and still work from the same location. And you can have different phone numbers for them if you're using the automarketer uh, in each area that you work. So if I'm working, uh, have somebody who's working in both Indianapolis and in Los Angeles, I can have a 317 area code for them in Indianapolis for all those buyers and have a 213 area code in California for all their buyers there. Uh, so they can always look like they're local, uh, even though they may be in one spot, maybe they're in Tennessee, you know, wherever. Uh, so um, having that buyer finder can be really valuable. They can get them into the properties uh, by using the lockbox that the boots on the ground put on the door uh, and then having them go to the front door, you know, take a picture of their driver's license, send it to them, and then give them access, give them code access to the uh, lockbox. They can go into that house and then, of course, talk to them after they lock it up and make sure that it's been locked up. And then when it comes time to actually negotiating the deal, 
that's when you step in or somebody who's got the skill to be able to negotiate that. And eventually your buyer finder will figure out how to do that and you'll be able to teach them how to make that happen. At the beginning, they won't be able to do that part of it, but you'll teach them how to do that eventually. Uh, the next person that you're going to hire is your seller finder. This is the hardest person to outsource, and you're going to have to go through probably three, four, five, six, seven people before you find somebody who actually does the job and follows through with your leads as they're supposed to. And we've got a whole process that we use that I teach my mentor students uh, to use and questionnaires that we use that are inside the auto marketer that make it really easy for you to manage uh, your buyer finder. Your buyer finder is going to be able to, or I'm sorry, your seller finder. Your seller finder is also going to be able to, is going to have to uh, answer to your admin person who's going to log everything that they do and make sure that that goes into the, uh, the CRM, which is inside the auto marketer. So the auto marketer helps you manage your entire team. It allows you to have as many team members as you want without paying extra for it. Uh, and it allows you to give them separate access uh, to the deals and be able to, to go through and make uh, all this stuff happen and be able to have a team that is cohesive, communicating. Everybody has their own phone numbers, multiple phone numbers if they need it. Uh, and uh, everybody has separate access. So they have only have access to their leads, to the things that they need to have access to, not to the entire system. So you can restrict access to each of those team members so that you can, uh, can do that properly. Now, the thing that I like best about the auto marketer is you can create uh, task lists. So if you know that when a certain thing happens, let's say you get a lease option memo, you're doing the front method, you get a lease option memo signed. Now you know there's certain things that have to be done. Lockbox has to go in the door, sign has to go in the yard, advertising and Facebook and Craigslist and uh, Zillow and, and all these things have to be taken care of. Uh, you know that that's going to happen every time you get a lease option memo signed. And you know who's going to be doing that task, You know whether it's your admin person or whether it's your buyer finder or whether it's your boots on the ground. Uh, somebody has to do that particular task and you can assign it to that particular person. And you can attach a campaign of tasks to that particular lead that notifies uh, your admin person that, hey, you need to, to, to put this ad in. It notifies your buyer finder. You need to start taking this lead. You need to do the ads on this leads. You need to get this uh, part together. The boots on the ground, you have to put this sign in the yard. It'll notify them by either email or text or by voicemail, whatever you choose to set up within your task list. That way, uh, everybody gets the information they need at the time that they need it. And we know that on day one, this has to happen. On day three, this has to happen. On day 16, this has to happen. On day 24, this has to happen. And you can set up regular reminders to make sure that your, your employees don't forget to do the task that needs to be done on every deal, on every time that you do that specific process. Uh, I've even had people uh, in use the auto marketer. I, I had a pastor who was using it uh, because uh, he would have people come to his his church service on Sunday, and he wanted to do a follow-up with them. So he set up a, a system that on, 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 uh, if they came in on Sunday, they would put this, uh, attach this lead or attach this campaign to this lead. Um, and that system would send out a text message to them on Monday saying, thanks for coming. We really, it was great having you in church. We hope you'll come again next week. 
on Wednesday that send out another message say, hey, we've got a, a thing uh, going today that sent out an email. They send out, we got a, uh, a meeting tonight. Uh, we'd love to have you come there. It's a you know, Bible study or whatever it was. Uh, and uh, come, come and, and, and share with us. And he had this system set up so that it would constantly drip on these people and try to get them to come back and be a part of his, uh, his congregation. And you can, I've seen people use this system with nonprofits, with uh, people who are artists. I, I had a guy who was, had a band uh, and he was sending it out to his fan base uh, and he would build his fan base. He could send out a text, I'm gonna be at this place tonight, or you check out my new CD or do this or do that. Uh, he'd be able to communicate with them on a regular basis. So this is the kind of thing that a, a task and a follow-up system like that uh, can do for you. And then remind your employees to do that work uh, for you. So that's outsourcing. That's the basics of outsourcing. I get into this in a lot of detail with my mentor students at my buying events and on our regular conference calls, especially the people that have gotten to the point where they're starting to make deals and putting deals together and they're looking for a way to simplify the process, to streamline the process, make it more consistent and reliable. Uh, having these types of systems in place will make it so you have a business rather than just uh, a glorified job. All right, build, build these systems, find these people to outsource to, uh, and you will extract yourself from the business and have the freedom and the income that uh, you've always dreamed about. All right, uh, I hope that helps. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite platform to continue learning about how to build a fully automated real estate investing business. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover on this show, send an email to joecrump at joecrump.com. If you would like my personal help setting up your real estate investing business over six months, and if you'd like to join me for one of my intensive two-day real estate buying events, check out my one-on-one, hold-your-hand, intensive, step-by-step, six-month real estate investing mentor program. You don't need to do this alone. Get all the details at zerodowninvesting.com. Remember, the only way to regain control of your real estate investing business is to systematize, automate, and outsource. Do these things, and they will set you free. This is Joe Crump, signing off.